Welcome to the Fantasy Champions Fantasy Football Podcast. Here's your host, Morgan Colby and Rick Lemon. What's cracking? Fantasy Champs? What's going on? My name is Morgan Colby. I got Rick Lemon with me as always. was Pop and Rick. We're back together. It's been three episodes of us being separated. Has it really? Yeah. Yeah. So we're back together though. Got to watch football this Sunday. Hopefully you didn't um you didn't have to <clears throat> burn your eyes or cleanse them after watching the the 9:30 game. Um That was bad. That was some bad football. Uh, 10-6. The under well, was know, an the- absolute <laughs> smash at 37. I'm glad that uh, everyone else who decided to wake up early that weren't Patriots fans got to watch that game and just experience what we've been experiencing this year. Yeah. Pain, misery, and suffering. All of those years. Although I, it's I not pain for team. me. Well, it's, it's a miracle. Oh my God. Caleb Williams is on the horizon. <laughs> Imagine if he sucks. That Drake may. Good. Yeah, he could. He could, suck. but, uh, he might suck, but if he sucks, he's going to be like Jameis Winston suck. Uh, he just slings it 60 yards and gets intercepted every time. Yep. Um, but I'll anyway, take it. It was a good Sunday of football. Five games this week ended on walk-off field goals. Um, we haven't that, watched really? Monday Night Football yet, so we'll find out on good. that one. But um, good good day of, of football. Lots of, lots of booms, lots of busts. Lots of bad plays this week. Um, yeah. So we'll, we'll break those down, and then we'll also go through um, some waiver wire ads this week quickly and send you on your merry way. Hopefully we can get this done in 20-minute taste because I got a roll this week. Uh, but anyway, uh, before we jump into our weekly recap waiver wire, waiver wire pickups, um, check our website, fansjimmies.com, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, the listening on a podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, and other podcasting platforms. Please leave a comment down below or uh, actually leave a review and subscribe. Wow, I'm messing this up entirely. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe, click the bell for notifications, like, comment down below any questions you have. All right, Rick, you ready for the studs and duds, booms and busts? Yes, sir. All right. All right, let's cook. Any any opening thoughts before we jump into this, though? Any thoughts um, on the week? No, I mean, I, I will briefly mention that what we talked about, one of the things we talked about before we started the show is quarterback play, man, this year. It's just brutal. It really is brutal. Even the top guys are having ups and downs. Um, but, like, nobody in the league is playing well. And uh, I think it's kind of interesting. I don't know why that is. Um, or maybe we just got so spoiled with Tom Brady and Peyton Manning and all these guys for so long that uh, we kind of see a league without those guys. Yep. Because Mahomes is the closest thing to it, but even Mahomes statistically is like not having a great year. But there were years in there where Brady didn't have like MVP type seasons. So I give Mahomes the pass, but everyone else is like mm-hmm. no one no one's playing at like an elite level, I feel like. Even the guys like Josh mm-hmm. Allen, Joe Burrow, mm-hmm. uh Lamar, whoever you want to put in that you category, are playing good, very good football, but they're not playing elite. She's a Stroud. Yeah, he's he he's in the t- honestly. If you just go by stats alone, he's probably like top three or four. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. He's not on our booms and bust show today, but um, Stroud is awesome. 
awesome. Um, and you know what? I hope he breaks it. Not that we need more quarterbacks in this freaking AFC. But I hope he breaks it and he gets uh he he becomes the first rookie ever to win MVP because that would be fun. That would be the hype for him would be Mahomes level if he did that. Oh, for real, for real. I I literally told you before the show if he keeps playing like this, he's he's he might be top five to top three next year. Yeah, which is um, which is insane. insane. But anyway, um, all right, let's do some booms and busts. I agree with Rick though. The quarterbacks have been nothing short of terrible. Um. Compared to what we watched for all those years, I mean, Manning was a freaking legend. Yeah. Brady. Even Drew Brees. Drew Brees. Like, nobody talks about Drew Brees, but and I think he was, I don't want to say he was overrated because he was still amazing, but like any quarterback who plays in a dome, I feel like their stats get sometimes a little inflated. Yeah. But Drew Brees was freaking unreal. Back when Super Bowls were fun, dude. Drew Brees versus Manning. Yeah, dude. That was yeah, well, we also had a couple years before that or after that, we had uh, Peyton Manning versus the Bears with That's Rex true. Grossman. That's so so we still had some gross ones. When What year was that? 2010, 11, 12? The Bears one? No, the, the Saints. I, it Colts. Uh, I think I want to say 09. Was that 2000? Off the top of my head. Was that 2009? I want to say. But anyway, quarterbacking has been real bad this year. So pick it up, guys. Yeah, All right, seriously. let's start with the QB booms this week, though, for fantasy football. Dak Prescott had 38.9. So, hey, Rick, guess who's QB6? <laughs> we talked about quarterbacks playing bad, but uh, he, the last, like, look, look at his stats the last. Uh, week 6 to week 10, 24, 29, yeah. 28, 38. And he was he was awful to start the year, but all of a sudden he's now. Playing at an elite level somehow. He's slinging it. Um, Justin Herbert, 29.4. So he's doing what he's supposed to. Good little boy. Herbert's uh, having a decent year. Josh Dobbs, 25.1. So if you streamed, boy, oh boy, did you. I told I, I told you not to start him this week, too. I was wrong. Oh, you. Oh, boy. Not well, good. he was playing the Saints. That was a top, he literally went against a top 10 defense statistically against quarterbacks and put up 25. Yeah. You want to know who's QB7 on the year? Josh freaking Dobbs. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And he had one, that point, one point in week one. probably the most shocking thing. Yeah, that's... That's, that's more shocking than, like, Tannehill or Daniel... What was Daniel Jones last year? Wasn't he top 10? Yeah, something like that. That's more shocking than Daniel Jones. Yeah, this kid is... Uh, this kid's... He's he's fun. He's fun he runs, watch. dude. Yeah, he runs. 400 rushing yards, five touchdowns. Yep. Yes, sir. Um, So, he's he's had a good week. Those are the booms at quarterbacks. And Honorable mention, number four, Sam Howell. Get out of here with Sam Howell. Guess where, guess where Sam Howell is on the season? You're still doing this. Morgan. He's been good. He's been good. All right, we'll move Do on. Do you know where Sam Howell is on the season? Three. He is the QB3 in fantasy football through 10 weeks. How did he get there? The QB3. He hasn't had a bye week, though, so grain of salt. That's true. But you know, he's going to be a QB1. It's funny. All the guys around him. Have have had a bye week. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He's not going to finish top. He's going to finish. He's like, not going to finish top five. He might either. finish eight or nine, maybe ten. That's still QB one. Yeah, whatever. Um. Anyway, uh, we have at busts. Trevor Lawrence not a start anymore. To in my mind, he had four fantasy points this week. 
on the season, Lawrence is um is QB eighteen. He's had 18, 9, 15, 16, 15, 15, 18, 15 by week four. So he's been extremely disappointing, as has Joe Burrow. Um, so to me, uh, like if I look at Trevor Lawrence, he hasn't really done anything fantasy football-wise to show me. Like even Burrow, he has struggle busted to start the season. But since week five, he's had – He's two, been good. He's been really good. So it's like – you know, Lawrence hasn't shown anything to me in terms of no. fantasy production. So it's like to me, I just sit him down until yep. something flips He's around. A, he might be droppable too, which is so whoa, sad. Oh, oh, I, uh, oh! I loved Trevor. So we talk about you know a lot of the times we're right on this show. Mm-hmm. I'll give you one that we were wrong, especially me. Trevor Lawrence, Calvin Ridley, and the Jaguars. They're still a good football team. And I was right that they were going to be a good football team, but it's like Trevor Lawrence is playing like a game manager and he's not having a good year at all. He's, he's probably worse than he was last year. I really don't know how, I don't know why I I was kind of looking at it. They have had, I think the toughest schedule in the league for quarterbacks. So that doesn't help. But if you're, what we thought Trevor Lawrence was, he should be that dominated. shouldn't matter. Yeah, like you, it shouldn't, matter. it shouldn't matter who you play. You should still put up numbers, and he hasn't done that this year. Um, I'm hoping maybe he can get a. Now that they play San Francisco, their schedule is still hard, but yeah. maybe he can get a couple big games in a row here, starting with Tennessee. Yeah. But yeah, been a really tough year for him. Um, Derek Carr, five point four fantasy points. He did get hurt. He did, yeah, he uh, did. I think in the. Second or third quarter. Um, but still, not good. Uh, Half time. And then yeah. Lamar Jackson with 15. So, um, Lamar, Lamar too, kind of, this is what he does. Like the, yeah, It know, is kind of what he does. He, he's QB5 on the year, so he's been good. But there like there will be weeks where he gets 22, 28, 28, uh, 33. And then there's going to be weeks where you get 7, 10, 12, 11, 15. He's like, due, though. Like, he might put up. Probably, maybe not this week because it's mm-hmm. Thursday night football, but next the following week, week twelve, he plays the Chargers. I could easily see him getting like forty fantasy points that week. But like when you look at, I just kind of look at this like quickly with the quarterbacks. Josh Allen mm-hmm. leads with twenty four points per game. Jalen Hurts is second with twenty three points per game. Justin Herbert is third with twenty one points per game. Dak is fourth with twenty points per game, and then Patrick Mahomes That's crazy. is fifth with nineteen point nine. There's Last only four year. quarterbacks averaging twenty points a game. Last year, there were one, two, three, four, five, six, seven quarterbacks averaging 20 points per game. This year, we have four. So very much a different landscape for the quarterback position. You're getting a lot of bust games and a lot of... Do you think that this is like a thing that will continue, or is this kind of just a weird injury-filled quarterback year? Well, we are... 10 weeks into the regular season. So for this year, I think this is what we got unless these guys for this year, but like going forward, I don't think so. Some years are just really bad football. I've also noticed that there's been a lot of really trash refereeing lately. Yeah. And it's affecting a lot of the game. There are being, there are plays being scrubbed off on like really ticky tack holding calls, Mm -hmm. like all kinds of stuff. So like, NFL get you act together, but this is the time of year where that stuff starts to get cleaned up. So we've also had better. like like Rodgers wasn't going to average twenty a game, but maybe Kyler, you know, he might have been able to if he he was healthy. Yeah, uh, Mahomes is having a down year, but uh, no one's had a major in- injury at quarterback besides Rodgers. No, but like those minor, like Joe Burrow, 
was injured in the beginning of the year. I think that hurt yeah. for him. Um, Mahomes is just just having a down year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Kyler with the ACL. Watson, I mean, he might just suck, but he's also been battling injuries week in, week out. So, I don't know. I, I think it's just been a weird year for quarterbacks, a down year for quarterbacks, but I don't think long-term, like, like next year, we, I think we'll probably get another seven guys that get 20 points a week. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, all right, let's move to the running backs. Brian Robinson, 27.7, so he gets another one of his boom games. Wait for him RB6. to get points next week. Yeah, RB6. Jameer Gibbs, baby! There we go. 26.2. He's cooking. Um, hopefully, it's enough for the for the Lions to be like, hey, because I think I actually, not going to lie, I watched some stuff. Sunday, there were moments where David Montgomery was hyper inefficient. But when he but came, he broke, when it he was just came, that big run. When to he be came into the NFL, yeah, I said that he was going to be a volume play when he was with the Bears, which he was. He was going to uh-huh. be a volume play that was going to be inefficient somewhere in the vicinity of three point eight to four point two yards per carry, which is what he has been, which is what he's he what he with what he's what he has been with the Lions, for the most part. Yeah. That big run saved that, his uh, yards per carry, though. He was at, I like, three. Him, the one thing that I said about him that I thought he could not do was what he did Sunday, a 75-yard yeah. touchdown run. I did not think he had that was a great run to do too. that. It was a I good admit. run. So it don't matter how you get him as long as you get him. And David he, Montgomery got I will him. say I gave the Lions so much flack for this, but I will give them credit. They let go of Jamal Williams and Swift, and they replaced him with Montgomery and Gibbs, and I said that was so stupid because it's basically just the same thing. I think Montgomery and Gibbs are probably – at least Montgomery is definitely better than Jamal Williams. Yeah, Swift and Gibbs, I I would say as of this I think Gibbs is probably probably slightly better than Swift, but Swift is still really good. Yeah, for fantasy football, Swift is better this year, but he's getting the workload. Yeah, but I mean Um, like real NFL, I think Gibbs might be – but it's not like Swift is bad. But Gibbs, Gibbs has had three really good weeks in a row. There will be down yeah. weeks because Montgomery is back. So be prepared for that. Don't get blinded yeah. by the really I think the boys. bigger thing with Gibbs is the usage, what they got this week, is yeah. what I was expecting going into the year with Gibbs and Montgomery. Gibbs got more touches. He had all the receiving work. Montgomery still had 12 carries and was involved, but it was Gibbs leading the show in a 60-40 split versus Montgomery being like an 80-20, <laughs> you know? Right. And getting like 30 carries like it was in week four. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I like Gibbs, but I did I put him on the sell show this week. Fair and uh, it was because Dave Montgomery's coming back, and we know how that team is. We know how they work. Yeah. He might have had a good week this week, but just, you know, temper expectations is all I say. Fair enough. Uh, Devin Singletary, 23.1. I started him. I started Devin Singletary. I was one of the. Did you expect that though? (laughs) No, I did not. But I will say I was one of the, I was one of the, uh, I'm trying to figure out how many freaking people started this dude. Dude, you. (laughs) Devin Singletary, 24% start rate. The week before, he had 13 carries for 26 yards. Oh two my yards God. a carry. I was just like, I need somebody to do something. You got him at a, the best week of well, maybe his career. I will say, when you're, when you're trying to find guys off the waiver wire who can perform, never follow the previous week. Because that's a sure that's very way true. to get a four-point game. So what I did is I went and I looked for a guy that was going to get a lot of work that sucked eggs, and that was Devin Singletary. And I said, you know what? Let's throw him See, out there. I feel like every time I do that with a running back, they end up sucking. Yeah, that was that. I, I've walked into it, so I'll say 
<laughs> I love it though. That's fun. Uh, but Singletary, twenty-three point one. Don't expect it to continue. Damian Pierce will come back, but I think he's a. I think he's an okay like flex if you if you want to throw him out there while um, yeah, maybe. Pierce is out. Uh, running back bust. Derek Henry with three points. Um, yeah, Alex- had three points. He had three points. Yeah. Uh, Alexander Madison at 4.3. He did get a concussion midway through the third quarter. So I don't know if that affected the terrible performances that he typically has, but um, yeah, I mean, he's, he's one of those dudes that just continued that Chandler blows and he continues to get the work. He's a slightly better. What about Madison? Uh, Tony Pollard at 5.5. I, I don't know. Well, let me get back to me next week. I don't know what to do with this guy. He's been kind of mid, huh? Yeah. No touchdowns. Since week one. Yeah, I don't like that. No, not fun. Not fun at all. Um, Wide receiver busts. I mean, wide receiver starts this week. I mean, uh, wide receiver booms we had this week. Keenan Allen, Fawadi. Dude, the char- did you see any of that Chargers-Lions game? I didn't, I didn't get I wasn't watching it in full. When I got to the 4 o'clock games, I had to run a half marathon on Sunday. So by the time I reached the 4 o'clock games, I was sleeping. That's fair. You know how I am with the Chargers. And they, they're playing the Lions. So I was like, oh, this is going to be a good game. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody could stop each other in the second half. Oh, it was yeah. a freaking oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. shootout. I remember that. It was like a, it was a freaking lane. Forty-one shootout. to thirty-eight was yep. the final score. And Keenan Allen and Herbert half. went crazy, but I feel bad for Herbert. I really do. I don't really feel bad for Herbert, considering he has all the talent in the world, and their team sucks. So, well, I mean, like he, the the Lions won that game not because they stopped Herbert, but because they got the ball last. Because the the Lions got the ball in a tie game with like four minutes left, and then they just ran the clock out and kicked the field goal. That's wild. Yeah, but Keenan Allen had 40 because of it. Yeah. Um. All right, then we have C.D. Lamb, 39.5. People started fading C.D., and then he was just like, you know what? He's been unreal guys. since the bye he, week. He has been absolutely on a gosh darn tear. 29-17-28. Um, he's wide receiver four. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not in PPR. Let me just give you the, that is wide receiver four still 41, 28 and 39 in the last three weeks. So, uh, he's very good at football and people shouldn't have doubted him. You morons. 44 Um, targets in three weeks. Insanity. And then Brandon cooks at 32.3. Yeah. The Cowboys kind of torched the uh, giants. Yeah. The Cowboys play the giants. You probably should be starting guys. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, maybe, maybe a little bit. I would agree. Um, wide receiver busts. We have Jahan Dotson. <coughs> absolutely nothing. All cardio day, baby. Wish I got points for running. Mm. Yeah, that. Welcome, like I said to you before the show. Welcome to the Jahan Dotson experience. Misery, misery. Um, Deontay Johnson had two point seven fantasy points, so he struggled against the Green Bay Packers. And then Marquise Hollywood Brown had 3.8. I know there was a lot of talk and speculation about Kyler having connection with Marquise and how that yeah, was be I, a big thing. I bought into that. Yeah, and uh, it clearly wasn't a thing this week. But I do think it will – it was Kyler's first week back. There's not a lot of expectations in terms of – He did he almost get a touchdown. One of those four targets was uh, in the end zone, and I – I don't know if Hollywood dropped it or if it was slightly overthrown, but yeah, yeah, yeah. they just missed on it. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention too is everyone. Kyler looked like he could he could run around a little bit. Um, he had he had thirty three carry uh, six carries for thirty three yards and a rushing touchdown in the game, so not prolific, but um, he was okay. 
Yeah. No, he he actually looked like his old like it didn't look like he missed much of a beat. There was one like. there was one play at the end of the game where he just ran in circles again. Yeah. And then he was like, oh, that's 10 hard. yards for a first down and I was like, okay, all right. I think it was on fourth down too. I was like, okay, Kyler. Can I give you another receiver just a personal thing? Go ahead. Personal thing. Well, I'll give you two real quick. First Calvin Ridley, I won't say much about him cuz I already talked about him. Had four points, he sucks. He sucks. Sucks blows. Yep. Christian Watson freaking sucks and blows as well. I do think it's half Jordan Love who also sucks and blows. Yeah. But I don't know, man. I I bought into the talent last year with, with Rodgers, but I think it's more just about Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't think Watson is bad, but I, he's – because he gets open, he's fast, and he's big. But he drops the ball a lot, and he doesn't catch the ball at that – like he's 6'4", and he – you know how we griped on Quentin Johnston in the offseason, how he doesn't catch the ball at the high point? Yes. Quint, uh, Christian Watson is the exact same way. So I have my gripes about him, but he's five points a week, Mr. Five Points a Week. I don't, I yeah. don't know if he's droppable at this point, but mm-hmm. he's getting there. Yeah, yeah, he's – yeah, it's not been good. Um, all right, let's talk about t- uh, tight end booms. Uh, TJ Hawkinson had 30.4. Um, he's a monster. He's tight end one on the season. Yes, sir. Uh, Trey McBride had 21.1. Yeah. Let's go, Trey. Start of the week at tight end. LFG. Uh, and then George Kittle had 20.6. George Kittle experience. Yes, sir. Uh, it was all due to one play, too, because he uh, he caught a pass from Brock. Yeah, pretty perfectly I, it was like a set. Didn't he have like a 70-yard touchdown? Yeah, he freaking trucked a dude. And it like <laughs> it was a blown coverage, and he just trucked one guy, and it was over. Um, yeah, he walked in. He didn't even run. He just walked in. <laughs> uh, but George killed twenty point six. He was good. Evan Ingram had five point two. He was a bust this week. Um, yeah, whole Jaguars team. Kyle Pitts had six. <sighs> it's so sad watching Kyle Pitts. It's man. like a roller coaster. It's, it's it's a roller coaster. It's more. It's it. <laughs> I would say roller coaster is being nice. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, Andrews had six point four. So sorry. No, that's all. He was he. He had like six straight weeks of like fifteen plus. I was like, this so can't accept it. Um, yeah, yeah. Probably, he's allowed. He's allowed to have one six point week. You probably won. That's why. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, and then Sam Laporta, honorable mention, eight points. Um, so there's your booms and busts. Any other thoughts? Uh, no, we can move on. Okay, let's talk about some. Uh, let's talk about some some guys you can get off the uh, the waiver wire this week, starting with the quarterback position. Now, Rick, who if you if you had to choose um, a guy, who would you choose this week for a stream? I mean, just for this week, uh, let me take a look. I know the guy that you should pick up is Josh Dobbs. Mm-hmm. If he's available in your league. He should probably be picked up and started. He is playing Denver this week, so that's not – I don't think that's a tough matchup, but I don't think it's a great matchup either. Mm-hmm. Sam Howell, though, is playing the Giants. So I don't I, – I think at this point, Sam Howell's he rostered in 71% of league, so I don't see him being available. But if he somehow is, you're playing in a 10-person league and you're still streaming quarterbacks or you have some bye weeks, injuries, whatever, Sam Howell needs to be picked up and started. If you're in a little bit of a deeper league – um, I could see, you know, just based on this list, I, I don't mind Russell Wilson going up against uh, the Vikings. 
Yeah, yeah, I don't mind Russell Wilson either. I will say, did you mention Joshua Dobbs? Yeah, he's number one. Yeah, he's got he's got to be number one at this point. We just talked about him. He's QB seven on the season. Um, you know, fifty eight percent rostered, so just just over that fifty percent mark. We try to stay below that, but um, there's a chance that he's he's available in your league. And uh, he's not available in our league, though. I just looked because now I'm mad. Yeah, yeah. Well, Sean started him this week. Yeah, I didn't even know that. Um. <laughs> Yeah, and then I would say my number two is is like is definitely Russ because he's rostered in forty three percent of the leagues. Howell's probably owned in your league, but you can take a look. Right. So I I agree with those, Rick. Um, if you didn't t- you know take your shot on Kyler last week, <laughs> frick you. You missed out. Yeah, you definitely. He missed out. I will say with Kyler, he does have a tough. He has an up and down schedule. He has like one or two easy matchups, but he has some really tough ones. Okay. Like he has Pittsburgh and San Francisco. Uh, back in back to back weeks, so he's gonna be up and down. But I, uh, Kyler, obviously, you know, try to get him if he's available. Um, some guys that have been popularly dropped. Uh, Will Levis has been getting dropped by a lot. He's had yeah, two, I, dro- I dropped him two poop nugget weeks, nine and six. So he's back to rookie status. Four <laughs> touchdowns, two interceptions. Last two weeks, he's thrown two interceptions, zero touchdowns. So he's been very, very much mid after his really good start. Um, I drop him too. I it was it was just like a pipe dream for him yeah. being really good rest of the season as as a rookie. Yeah, for sure. Um not everyone CJ Stroud. Obviously, people have been dropping Derek Carr because of the injury. Um, he's in concussion protocol and he's not really a guy that you want to keep rostered. Um there was a pipe dream for Taylor Heineke. Yeah. But the the most interesting one here is a lot of people have been starting to drop Trevor Lawrence. Um, I I think he's at that point. Okay. I don't know if I would do it quite yet because he has an easy matchup this week. Yeah. But if he sucks this week, I mean, there's yeah, there's no hope. There's no hope. No hope. Um, all right, let's talk about some running backs. Stay away from Ty Chandler. Uh, we don't need to do that. I know what it looks like with Alexander Madison, and a worse version of that is not fun. So. I would stay away from Tyler, Ty Chandler. Yeah, I probably agree. Um, do you want Singletary? No, fifty-four percent really. roster. All right, dog. I mean, he's don't be boring. <sighs> don't be boring. Damian Pierce is probably coming back. That's Not that what... Pierce is going to do anything, but it's going to be like a, a split. Oh yeah, no. If Pierce is back, Singletary is worthless. I think Pierce is coming back. Can you confirm? Oh, can you confirm that? Uh, well. I will look it up, but I know his injury wasn't like a severe injury. What's an ankle? So maybe he's out. He's been out two weeks too. I think he's probably going to come back. There's no okay. confirmation on it though. Um, if he comes back, then I would kind of avoid Singletary, but we're not going to know that by Tuesday. So I take a shot on him. You know, you don't have to dump a lot of waiver budget on him, but just if you, if you need a flex play and, and there's a chance that Pierce doesn't play, then Singletary could be okay this week. Um, just don't do yeah. it off of like a massive performance. That's not a good idea. Um, right. And then the week, the Rico Dwaddle like pipe dream is going to remain a pipe dream, my friends. Yeah, he was good this past week, and he's had uh, some efficient weeks, but um, he only really gets in the game in situations where they're getting blown out. This week, he had a couple of opportunities with Pollard in the game, but it wasn't. I don't enough. like that he had almost the same amount of touches though. It was just because late in the game they were running the ball and they took Pollard off the field. 
Okay. There was like two full drives that Dallas had without Pollard, and they were all runs for the most part. So he, you see he only had 28% of his snaps. Um, yeah. Where Pollard had like around 60 to 70% of the snaps. So, yeah, Dwaddle is not a guy I would go after. No, I agree. Anyone else on this list? Um, the Keaton Mitchell hype continues. He had 13 points this week, had a good game. Um, should be picked up. I will say so. My gripe was he had 18% of the snaps last week. Yeah, this week he had 24% of snaps, but he only had four touches. He just happened to get a touchdown. On one of those four touches. Yeah, yeah so I, I still am like a little... Yeah, but hey, um, I think it, for me it's all about the, the snap percentage because this is like a longer production play. Yeah. Oh. You know, I had a worse version of your pickup. You picked up Devin Singletary, started him, and got, what, 25 points or whatever? Sure. 30 points, what did you get? I picked up Antonio Gibson two weeks ago, put him in my flex this week because of some injuries and some bye weeks, and he got me 16. Oh, there you go. There you go. So maybe Antonio Gibson worth a pickup. Last three weeks, 9, 12, and 16. Yeah. Up against the Giants this week. Um, all right, let's move to the wide receiver. Talk about some wide receiver guys you can pick up. At this point, Noah Brown, 36% rostered. He's at 27 and 24. Now, Nico has been out for two weeks. So this might just be Noah Brown taking Nico's place um, in the, on the team. But what are we doing with Noah Brown here, Rick? I don't know. I feel like the Texans are kind of like a team that will use multiple receivers. Yeah. So I don't... I don't love Noah Brown, but he should definitely be worth a pickup. I mean, you you put up two weeks in a row like that, and you have C.J. Stroud as your quarterback, probably should be worth a pickup. Yeah, I was actually thinking that it was going to be because Robert Woods came back this week, and early in the season before he got hurt, he was averaging like eight, nine, ten targets a game. Yeah. And I thought it was going to be him. I agree. With, I, I thought the same thing, but he just didn't get – Woods is like anywhere. 33 years old, though, yeah, isn't yeah. he? No, I don't expect a lot out of him, but he was getting a lot of targets. I was just following the targets. But yeah. he did not get them back. Um, I'd no. add Noah Brown um, in like a speculative way. Um, and if you need a start, like it's not a bad mm-hmm. idea. But when Nico gets back, I, I don't see a massive role for Noah Brown. And I don't think he's going to continue like exploding. So it mm-hmm. might just be like, a, you know, one of those ads that you're like, oh, well, this is a good ad. And then it just doesn't pan out and you end up cutting him in two weeks. So I wouldn't dump massive tons of waiver budget on him to get him. I would just take a, take a shot on him speculatively. Agreed. Yeah. Um, Brandon cooks has been rostered in 48% of leagues. Um, he is at, he's old too. And he was actually brought in to be a down the field threat for the Dallas Cowboys. And he has had a couple of games where he's been able to do that. The thing with cooks is that he's just never going to do it consistently enough for you to be like, okay, yeah, I'm going to start this guy. Right. I think a lot of people are going to start him this week and he's going to get like four fantasy points. It's going to be rage. So we tell you that now. Okay. But he does have, you know, he's the problem. He's just touchdown reliant. If he doesn't get a touchdown, he's not going to have a good week. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, Jaden Reed to me still remains a pickup. Yeah. Um, this past I picked week, up from he, on bench. he had 19 fantasy points and um, he's had since week seven, 11, 12, seven and 19. So he hasn't been great, um, but he's been he's better than Christian Watson. I just like some of these rookies that you start to see like his snap percentages haven't been <clears> great, but if he starts to build a little bit in terms of his target share and stay on the field a little bit longer, 
I yeah. I tend to like to pick those guys up because you know, like you look at Amonra late late in his rookie year, he went on a freaking tear. And if right. another guy does that, you we've seen it before. Ayuk did that too. Yep. So if you know there's a rookie out there that has an opportunity to do it, then you want to try to see if you can find that guy. Jaden Reed is available, so I take a shot. I would too. I think he should be rostered, but you know, tamper your expectations. Now the rookie that I think. Love. Will do that? Tank Dell. Yeah, he's not available in your league, so don't don't get your hopes. He had 14 targets this week. <laughs> yeah, it, it, but it is going to be Tank Dell. He's a beast. Yeah, he's pretty good. Um, all right. Any other wide receivers you want to talk about? Uh, it's really gross, but I wouldn't hate Jalen Guyton because yeah. Josh Palmer. I know, but Josh Palmer's on IR, and Keenan Allen is now day to day. Mike Williams is out for the year. Yay! More sack. You remember remember last year I was defending Herbert's bad stats or mid stats. It wasn't bad, but yeah. it was mid because I was like, oh, he has no receivers. They're all injured. And now he's got receivers. His whole offensive stone. line's injured. Well, it's happening again. Yeah. So love, but love. yeah, Jalen Guyton. Uh it's it's gross, but he could be a plug and play. They're playing the uh the Packers this week, so it's not like it's a I don't think that's an overly tough matchup. Okay, to end the show, one tight end fast. Oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> I feel like Trey McBride's a cop-out. Okay. Um, we have to say him, though. Yeah, so fine. I'll go Michael Mayer. Yeah, he did have a good week this week. Um, I'll say Trey McBride. I'll take Trey McBride from you. Yeah. Um, all right, there you go. There's some waiver wire ads this week. And some booms and busts. We still got one more show or multiple shows this week, but we still got another show uh, Thursday night preview before we get into our starts and sits and our trade targets. So, so, so be sure to check that episode out as well. Thank you for listening to this one. Leave your comments. See you later, guys. See you. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Champions Podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and YouTube and follow us on Twitter at the FF Champs.